0: What you'll wear on that third date. Download the
1: Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last.
0: Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: It is now time for the head coach of America's team here on 1053 The Fan. I'm Sean Char- Char- damn it. <laughs> I'm Sean Sharif, alongside our Cowboys insider, Bobby Belt, here on DFW Sports Station, joined by the head coach of the Cowboys, brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy.
2: Good morning, Coach. Hey, good morning, man. How's your week going? It's
1: going pretty well. How's yours going?
2: It's going okay. It's going okay.
1: When is the uh, When's the last time, have you ever, I doubt it, but the old saying of just flush the tape, have you ever done that in your coaching career where you just didn't watch it as much or you're like, I'm not showing this to the guys?
2: I mean, actually, I've, I've been part of that. Um, you know, situation as an assistant, but I, I don't recall doing it as a head coach. Uh, I, I just believe in you know the Monday growth opportunity is is huge, uh, regardless of the outcome of the game. And and the game is the is the best tape of the week. You know, you, you think about all the video and the instruction and in the, the conversation that you have during the course of the week and the game plan, and then you go play the game and. You know, everybody wants to be on Victory Monday and, and be off, and I just, I just have never, I, I just, I just don't believe in it. So, and I think when you do have a loss, especially the type of loss that we had, um, it, there's a lot of good learning, um, you know, to, to, to go through, and you have to do it because you're never going to grow from it. I mean, learning, learning about a situation is a lot different than growing from one. So, um, so I, that's why I'm not a burn the tape uh, person.
1: You were uh, proven right earlier in the season when we were kind of talking about the red zone struggles being overblown. I'd like to ask you which one you think is more overblown right now between the home and road topic or the issues with run defense.
2: Um, I, I think the numbers on the, the the home and the road. I mean, you can't you can't. I mean, mean you can't can't deny them. I mean, there, there's a there's a huge gap. There's always a gap. Usually between your your home and road, and you know when you're when you're really really playing top consistent football. I mean, obviously your performances are, are very similar uh, on the road and the home. So, um, but but I, I would say that uh, the conversation about the 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 home and road uh, performances is is something that we're definitely talking about inside here.
1: Coach, I, never, I know you're never going to make excuses, but when it comes to the the run defense, how much are we missing about the way you guys are built in a, in a passing league or just how much you guys have been decimated at linebacker with, with injuries versus making it a toughness slash the Cowboys can get bullied thing versus the guys that you've lost there and the adjustments you're having to make with some safeties playing linebacker?
2: Well, I, this is the NFL, um, and it's a 17-game season, and I think clearly, you know, the, the way you play in Week One and Week Seven and Week 14, it's it's probably going to be different, you know, based on personnel and things that are going on. Yes, I mean we, we we've had we've had some injuries, um, and you know, I, I think we've proven over and over again if if we can get through you know the injury challenge and. Uh, have a chance to be consistent with with guys playing together, you know, for a, a, you know a good period of time. That we'll be we'll be where we want to be. I mean, we're we're beat up in some spaces. Um, you know, we we had some guys that missed the last game, and you know, but at the, the end of the day, you know, you miss 12 tackles in a game. It's it's uh, you know it's it's definitely going to show up in your run defense. So and that that was our biggest you know takeaway from the film. So you know we we, we did not tackle, and that, that's not. You know, just to give you numbers, I think we're plus 97, or plus 87 on a year. You know, as far as you know, tackle missed tackles versus breaking tackles, and you know that's something that we we pride ourselves on. So. You know that that's you know that's not the way we played consistently all year, but our our tackling was the biggest issue in our run defense.
1: Mike McCarthy here on the fan. You guys have responded to losses every single time this year. Have you seen or felt that same resolve or, or bounce back from the guys, whether it be practice or just in speaking with them, with their mentality that this week after Buffalo?
2: Uh, absolutely. I, I think anytime you have an experience like like we you know had. Uh, Sunday, there's always more conversation, and, and and I think it's important for that conversation to to really, um, you know, manifest itself in the locker room, and uh, you know, and that's that that's frankly what's been going on this week,
3: Coach. You know, as a leader, when when you look at the challenges coming out of a game like that, how do you balance? Okay, I need to demand accountability from the players when they don't meet the standard and the loss, versus making sure, hey, they they've got to remain encouraged and focused on the task ahead.
2: Well, I, I think you've already, you've answered it in your question. I mean, you got to, you got to have both. And, and it's, and it's frankly, I, I, I've always felt that it's a bigger challenge with success than when, when the things don't go well. So, um, yeah. And the accountability starts with myself. I mean, it, the team did not perform to the level that it's been performing the, you know, the last two months. And, um, you know, those, those are the moments that, that, that keep you up at night as a coach. And, um, So um, I've had the extra conversations, um, and, you know, our guys have responded. This team is high in in work ethic. Uh, You can see it in their workload capacity each and every week. Um, They've, you know, they've put together two really good days so far, the Wednesday, Thursday work. um, And that's how they've always responded, and that's a great foundation for, you know, a great foundation in your prep uh, to go into this next contest.
3: Coach, you drew some really favorable comparisons to Brett Favre when you were talking about Josh Allen last week. With two of this week, is there anybody that he reminds you of and and just talk about uh how you see him as a player?
2: Yeah, I'll tell you I I, I was trying to do a comparable for him earlier in the week cuz he he he's playing so fast. Um I mean, God, his numbers of getting the ball out of his hand are extraordinarily high. And um and I could I couldn't really think of anybody um that I've seen him play that quickly. Um, you know consistently so uh, but he's uh, he's obviously got great numbers um, he does a phenomenal job of getting the ball out of his hands so quick and you know he's hitting these speedy receivers uh, their whole perimeter obviously is uh, you know extremely extremely fast and he's hit, you know he's hitting those guys in stride so uh, I've been very impressed
1: yeah is this the fastest team coach that you guys have definitely seen this year on tape we, we were trying to decide years ago: Is he just a straight receiver? Is he a weapon? He's here in the MVP conversation. He's coming off the ankle injury. Bobby stole my comparison question, but I was just wondering: if There's another type of threat that you can think of that can just blow the top off like this guy. I mean, is this Randy Moss type stuff with the home run threat? And just what do you what do you think of Tyreek as a as a as a weapon?
2: I think uh, Tyreek is a is a dynamic football player, and I, and I think he you know. He is out of the category of a receiver, or you know, just a weapon. Because you know, he, you see him do it from multiple positions. You know, and, that, and that's that's part of the the challenge because obviously he can you know get vertical, but also the, getting the ball underneath is is also very impactful. Uh, just for the way he the way he goes with the ball in his hand. So and you know, and I think the the offense uh, stressing the perimeter, particularly contain elements in the force elements over and over again, uh, you know, really lays up well for him. So, uh, but yes, he's uh, very, very, I mean, his tapes, his tapes is really impressive.
1: Is this uh, Mike McDaniel offense very similar to Kyle in, in what he does in San Francisco coming from that coaching tree?
2: Oh, I think there's definitely, you know, similarities and, uh, you know, things that you can see where the foundation the run game, of you know, they're, they're attacking your rules. You know, it's they're really attacking your, you know, rules by formation and personnel. Um, you know, particularly the, the perimeter run. I think they do a really good job of stretching the C gap area and and really challenging your edges. Um, so, but yeah, it's But obviously, the personnel is different, and I, I think he's done a really nice job tying it to their personnel. Coach,
3: I wanted to ask you about something that we we saw a couple weeks ago that was really interesting. So I know you once said in Green Bay that a lesson you learned from your dad's uh, bar and grill growing up was to listen to your bartenders. And a couple weeks back, there was this mic'd up segment where Brandon Cook scored in the Washington game. And he's on the sideline joking around about how like, oh, man, I, I knew I could hit that. It wasn't in the game plan originally. I asked coach. He put it in there. I'm, I'm thrilled with it. Is it important to you to have that culture where there there are these open lines of communication where your players feel like, hey, I can go to coach when I really believe in a concept, and it's equally important to you to say, hey, if you believe in this, I want it in there.
2: No, absolutely, and you know, and I think the the best thing about that is, you know, when 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 someone does recommend it, whether it's a player or, or an assistant coach, you know, it, it has to be tied to what we do, and 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 I, you know, Brandon's uh, recommendation on the pacer route was was right in tune with what was going on so and then and it was a great recommendation and and obviously we hit it so um yeah that's that's why we spend as as much time as we do together and you know and i, I think as you you know as you grow it's it's not just the veteran and the quarterback that's having those conversations you got your young guys so it's it's all part of the you know the football iq of your football team and and that's why going back to the earlier question about how important mondays are i mean you have to talk about the game tape you, you get you know that, that that's the tape you should talk the most about and you know and the beauty of you know playing on the road most of our guys have already watched the watched the game on our iPads before we even get on before we even get on the plane so I mean, we we're able to raid the, the you know the video on the plane or right home and so so I just think having that process in place um, the conversation the opportunity to learn and grow, from the game tape is so important. And then I think it, it you know, definitely leads into moments uh, like you just expressed with Brandon
3: Cowboys head coach, Mike McCarthy joining us here on the fan uh, coach. We just talked about Mike McDaniel, how, how he stresses things with his scheme. Uh, you're going up against a guy that you're very familiar with. I, I know you went up against a lot uh, when you're in green Bay and that's Vic Fangio. How does Vic Fangio make things difficult on an offense's game plan?
2: Well, I, I think like anything, when you, when you look at a coordinator, your first, you know, you look at his scheme. You know, where's the challenges as far as utilization of personnel? How does he react to your personnel? You know, and, and then you and then you look at the fundamentals in, in the teachings and the discipline of, you know, how the, how how their guys are playing. And I think really, if you're looking at coordinators, uh, particularly, you know, someone like Victor that, that's been in multiple places, um, you know, his, his defenses have always played consistently to high scheme and, and excellent fundamentals, and that's. To me, that's that's a good that's a good defensive coordinator. So, um, and that's what you see in Miami. You can see that in the earlier earlier tapes, you know, um, that you know they they weren't as as clean as you know they are probably you know weren't as clean as they are now. So it's uh, you know there's a lot of scheme, a lot of things that make you work. Uh, but it's a you know it's it's a team that has excellent pass rush. They do you know excellent job taking the ball away. You know their corners are top notch so uh this is this is a very very good challenge for us
1: yeah it, it feels like coach their defense gets lost with all the highlights offensively ranking fifth overall uh but you're seeing a lot of big time talent there and the names with with Chubb and Ramsey that maybe gets lost a little bit compared to their offense
2: well, I think it's like anything you know when you when you start the season you everybody has an idea how you want your team to look and how you want them to play and have a an identity that you're trying to play to and I think when you when you have an offense that's been explosive, um, as there is, you know, I, you know, that's where you know the complimentary mindset uh, for myself always comes from. But when you come out of the gate like they did, I, you know, had the one seventy-point game. When, you know, there there's a there's an adjustment for your defense. You talk about playing with the lead, you know, offenses play you differently uh, when you're playing to an offense again. And it takes sometimes it takes the defense to adjust. And my point is statistically, you know. The beginning of the season compared to where they now, I mean, there's just been a lot of improvement. I think it's, you know, I think it's just all part of a team growing and, and establishing themselves during the year because, you know, they, they, they played to a high number of points, um, you know, really from week one.
1: Coach, when we talk about some of the linebacker numbers that you guys have dealt with throughout the season with, with losing some guys, uh, one of the suggestions that, that listeners have brought up, or it's been a topic on social media, what about Micah Moore off-ball? I know we scream nonstop to put him on the line with what a Hall of Fame-type talent he is as a pass rusher with the productivity. What do you say to that idea or suggestion of, all right, maybe Micah can help there on that on that second level, uh, especially, you know, in run defense?
2: Uh, definitely, no, that, that's part of the conversations we have, but I think, you know, it's... It, it really comes down to matchups, you know, and, and really, you know, football is really simply mathematics when you talk about scheme and, and, you know, how they match up against your, you know, your one pieces, your two pieces and your three pieces based on how you lay out your coverage and so forth. So th- th- those are the things you go through and at the end of the day, it's about, you know, run defense first, but al- but also the matchups, particularly with this, with this group because of their ability to threaten the perimeter so much.
1: Are you feeling more optimistic for Tyron or Zach on Sunday?
2: Um, uh, I would say Zach's ahead of Tyron right now. And then, final
1: one for you, Coach. Uh, the matchup, considering what happened with Denver and Arlington, and what was said after the game, is this is this kind of mind X's and O's matchup with Fangio? Like, a, is this one a little bit personal for you?
2: Um, I mean, are they're, they're always. I mean, I love competing against these guys. I don't recall what was said after the game, but, um, yeah, this uh, we're look, I'm looking forward to competing. No, no question about it.
1: Coach, thank you for the time, as always. Have a fantastic trip, and more importantly, a very, very, well, I don't know if it's more important, but just as important, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you and the family.
2: All right, happy holidays to everybody. Take care.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.